Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's episode seventy. I was going to say 69.1, but, you know, that's too late. I am your host, Dees, and with me, as always, Dylan. Hi. I don't know why we're back to doing that, but okay. I don't know. I haven't done that in 50 episodes. I know what my voice sounds like, so. Well, you're late, so you're being punished. Okay. Got shit to do. You got time to fucking sit around and wait for your ass. Yeah, but. Anyway, lots to talk about. Obviously, preseason week two for most, three for a couple. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk Steelers, uh, talk a little bit about Bears. Um, we had a fairly big boxing match last night that was kind of anticlimactic. I looked over to my left. I can't see behind you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um <laughs> And gonna talk uh talk a little wrestling. Is it back? We'll see. And cover a couple other things. So let's go ahead and just kick it off with NFL preseason week number two. And and three for the Steelers. I it's kind of weird because I really thought that most teams would treat this as their quote-unquote dress rehearsal yeah me too and they're not yeah most teams are not playing anybody and even the few that have played some starters uh, mainly quarterbacks and running backs you don't you're not not seeing much of right uh i'm trying i'll i'm sure i'll find it but there was one quarterback that i know is a starter that literally played long enough to go one for two <laughs> so i was like okay but most teams just looking through the box scores and everything did not play their starters at all or for very, very long. Um, So just again, uh, Zach Wilson for the jets. He played uh, somewhat significant out time, I would say, and looked pretty strong. So I'd say they're probably relaxing a little bit after his horrible scrimmage performance uh, a couple weeks ago. The, the Ravens, Kept the streak alive, their 19th straight preseason victory. Wow. So they're the all-time world preseason champs. Uh, yeah, Tampa, I don't think they really – I know Brady didn't play that one, didn't play much. The only excitement they had out of camp this week was they had to throw Antonio Brown out of practice for ripping Chris Jackson's helmet off and punching him in the face. Did you see that? I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently all is well and things just got a little heated, but – uh, the Raiders trotted Nate Peterman out there again for all four quarters. 
threw a couple picks, ended up like a 66 passer rating. And I, I guess I should have looked it up, but I overheard announcers talking. I guess Duck Hodges is there now. Oh yeah, with the Ra- or Raiders. Huh. Didn't play because you know they have all all world Nate Peterman. Right. And and yes, uh, Jacksonville plays tomorrow. The Giants and Browns are playing now. And before I go any further, yes, I will acknowledge that Tim Tebow has in fact been cut. Oh, where's my money? Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. Season ain't over yet. He could sign somewhere and score a couple touchdowns. Okay. Um, did you see any of the highlights of the Tebow situation? I wouldn't call them highlights. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, they there were two basically goal line style plays, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to block on both of them and just absolutely whiffed mm-hmm. bad. So I stand corrected. I thought somebody with his athletic ability and I mean the dude's jacked thought that you know maybe he could at least get a body on somebody but apparently not and I think Urban Meyer saw enough I still think that uh, I don't know I guess I can't say it because I haven't seen him in practice but I would think that he would be athletic enough to be able to catch the ball right and that aspect of it but if you're playing a tight end you got to block and so, yeah, that experiment is over. Um, Packers, Jordan Love didn't play, which he got hurt the week before. Yeah, right. they had the shoulder injury, and they were hoping he'd be ready, but he wasn't. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Zach Wilson played. Um, Mitch Trubisky started for the Buffalo Bills and just absolutely destroyed the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Uh, at one point, I believe they were up. It was twenty-eight to nothing. Or? Thirty-five to nothing at half. Was did Mitch play the whole half? Because I only watched um, the, the very beginning. No, I think the backup. I'm sorry, the third stringer. Yeah, played. Yeah, Josh Allen didn't play at all. Davis Webb, yeah, yeah. was there. Well, I don't know if he's their third or fourth because they also got Jake Fromm. I think Fromm's their third. Okay. Yeah. Uh, either way, yeah, Trubisky came in, went twenty to twenty-eight, two twenty-one, and a touch. And like I said, they they come out and just annihilated Chicago right off the rip. Andy Dalton did not look good. Eleven to seventeen with a pick, did throw a touchdown. Basically got booed off the mm-hmm. field. And this comes just days after he said Justin Fields is going to have a good career, but this is my time. Well, <laughs> I'm afraid I have some bad news. And yeah. you, your time is running out yeah. uh, quicker than you probably care to admit. Uh, Fields came in and he didn't set the world on fire. Didn't, you know, he didn't look as good as he did the week before, but he didn't make any critical mistakes. Uh, he did get just absolutely destroyed yeah. by somebody, knocked his helmet and his headband off. Uh, did they throw a flag on that? Did oh, yeah. Did they? Okay. Gee, I, I don't know. A helmet to helmet hit against well, the Well, I, again, yeah. I just saw like the still images of him getting crushed. I didn't know. It was what bleak, the, yeah. Was it okay? Crown of the helmet right to the side of the helmet. Yeah. I uh, gotcha. Easy call. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I, throwing the ball, he didn't. If you look look at his passing stats, you'd say, "Oh, he didn't have a great game." But I watched a lot of. I saw you post the comment on Facebook about he looked good. He okay. really did. I mean, because I immediately went to the stats. I'm like, okay, well, he's not really doing much. Yeah, but okay. No. It, it, yeah, he did things that didn't show up on film or gotcha. on 
the stat line. Like, you know, his mobility, which we know about, but he showed more Yeah, he of that. popped off and, for like 40-some yards in the game, which it's preseason. You, as a coach, you don't want to see that much. Right. You know, like save that shit for the season because yeah. – He was sliding, getting out of bounds, though. Well, okay. But, so at, least, I, at least he's smart about it then. Yeah. I Bears fans I'm already are. They don't need me to tell – them to be but they are encouraged so well and they should be i mean look even if justin fields isn't the next coming uh he's still a better option than anything they've had in a long time Mm -hmm. i mean that that's just that that's it um chiefs and cardinals mahomes did play a significant amount of time so reed did treat this kind of like their dress rehearsal starters played uh for a little bit not a huge, exciting game. Chiefs ended up winning 17-10, but, again, Kyler Murray started, didn't play very long at all. So those were two teams that kind of trotted the the main guys out there to, to see what they had. Um, Washington and the Bengals. Uh, Washington, they played their starters. Uh, they haven't officially made an, a decision yet on quarterback, correct, if I'm not mistaken? Or is he leaning towards Fitz? I think it's kind of assumed Fitz is going to be the guy. Okay. Because Heineke looked good, 11 to 13, 80 yards. Uh, no touchdowns or anything. But, again, those critical mistakes uh, weren't made, and that's what you hope to see. Um, Especially when you factor in the one career start he has. He right. Pound yeah. for pound with Tom Brady in the Everybody playoffs. Everybody was, like, yeah. was just – getting hard on over the one start and you know we even said on this show let's calm down a little bit because you know we saw what happened in the past with guys like that um joe burrow did not play you know who did play jamar chase their number one uh, first round pick number four overall was targeted three times this was supposed to be the best receiver in the draft Mm -hmm. targeted three times dropped Three passes. Yeah. That uh, that left tackle is looking pretty good right oh, now, yeah. isn't it? Penny Suell. Yeah. Who didn't look horrible. We'll get to that in a second, but didn't look great either. But he had some kind of stiff competition he was going up against. Nice. Um, so, yeah, Jamar Chase, I talked about it last week. The, the word out of camp was that he wasn't coming along as quickly as they had hoped, and then he gets in a game, and it, these were legit drops. They weren't like – uncatchable balls nothing like that he literally just dropped three cast three passes so as a Steeler fan i hope he doesn't yeah i mean get it together but if you're a Bengal fan or even an lsu fan you kind of hope that maybe it's just uh rookie jitters or something but hard to say uh patriots annihilated the eagles uh 35 to nothing we did not get Jalen Hurts. I, I think he was scheduled to start, but he was, was sick. sick. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones had a solid game. So did Cam Newton. And the, the press continues to make that a story. And, I mean, Belichick has said that Cam is a starter. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really said it lately. He kind of gives the standard Bill Belichick, I'm going to ignore what you're asking type shit. Right. but. The media is seeming to make that a much bigger deal than it is. Yeah. Do you think Cam's going to start? Or mm-hmm. yeah, I do. Oh, well, I think we'll before this season's over, we'll see Mac Jones. But... I I do too. I look. 
I'm not like a huge Cam Newton fan, but I think he's a talented quarterback, and I think last year he got a really bad rap because he had no talent around him. I mean, even like uh, Sony Michelle was hurt for a good part of the year, and mm. New England is a team that rotates running backs left and right anyway, but they had almost no wide receivers really mm. to speak of. They do have a couple guys that they got this year that they have hopes for. Um, I don't think really any of them played much as far as their new signings. Um, but yeah, give give him some weapons and, and see what he does with that before you just pull the rug out and throw the rookie in there. Right. And I'm sure we'll uh, get that question answered very, very soon. So that will bring us, I believe there wasn't really anything. Oh, dolphins. Uh, now, Tua didn't on on paper didn't look like he had a bad game, but I read a report that not looking good in camp. Mm. Now, this is his second year, correct? Yeah, was he working last year? So, I don't know. Maybe it's a sophomore slump, but I think it's still way too early to be. He didn't light the world on fire last year either. You know no, I mean? he was solid, not great. Yeah, a few mistakes here and there, but yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan for the Falcons didn't play at all. They had A.J. McCarron and Felipe Franks. Uh, Kyle Trask made his debut as well and oh. did not do well in that debut with uh, Tampa. So who knows what they got with that. Now let's get to the Steelers. Played the Lions and come out victorious. 26-20. to 20. You didn't watch the game. I did. I watched the first like three drives, and so you watched the basically the important part. Okay. So while the while the starters were in, uh, some things I loved. Ben looked sharp. Mm-hmm. He looked like Ben, mm-hmm. including that. I mean, I can only describe it as a Roethlisberger play, mm-hmm. where he spins out of a sack, pump fakes a guy out of his fucking shoes, rolls out, and then throws a pretty pass that Eric Ebron dropped. Yeah. I mean that's. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, he's spent a second round pick on a tight end for a reason. Clearly. Yeah, look, I like Ebron. I do and too. He's generally. a stud, but he does drop some of those balls that that should be caught. He's gonna do some great things, but he's also gonna give you a couple of those plays where you just want to beat his head in. Right. Uh, but I loved what I saw from Ben. He was crisp. He hit that nice thirty-eight yard or forty whatever three yard. It was thirty-eight yards in the air, which oddly enough was. I, I'm not surprised they stacked the track or s- track this stat, but it was just weird to hear. But it's the longest air yards pass Ben has thrown since twenty middle of 2018. Oh wow, of, huh. of 38 yards, and it was a little underthrown. But honestly, on that play to Deontay, uh-huh. I think if he throws it leading him, I think the safety gets there. That's why I don't think it was an underthrow. <laughs> And it may, maybe maybe not, but yeah. I'm just saying. Watching it, Deontay obviously had to slow up to catch it. He was still pretty wide open, but the safety almost got there. But I I agree that. But if he if he leads him the way like a perfect pass, the safety had the angle, might have got there. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're right in the mm-hmm. fact that maybe Ben said, "Okay, I'm just going to take a little bit off of this and, and let him make a play." Doesn't matter. He fucking caught it, so I, I'm happy. It was nice to see him go deep. Um, Anthony McFarland in the few spot plays that he had, I liked what I saw there. 
It looks like he is going to be uh, one of the favorites of Matt Canada, mm-hmm. as far as you know that change of pace scat back type. Right. Um, I don't think he's going to be necessarily the number two off the bench to run the ball. Mm-hmm. I think Balaj pretty much sealed that up last night. Um, offensive line, it's what I expected. Mm-hmm. Some plays they looked good, a couple plays they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're going to see. Uh, in their defense, though, it was only the – they had three practices together as a starting cohesive unit, and then last night was their first game. Yeah. You know, so I'm still saying let's give them a little bit of time to gel. But I, I saw, you know, some stuff that I liked. Again, some stuff that I didn't. Hopefully they get it together. Defensively, Highsmith just continues to get pressure. It looks good. Melvin Ingram, same thing. <coughs> they just got to get Watt signed, and that's going to be brutal. And that brings me back to Panay Sewell. He got beat pretty badly a couple times by uh-huh. by both Ingram and Highsmith. Didn't give up sacks, but like – You lost that down. Yeah. yeah. So – Again, he's a rookie, uh, and and these are especially Melvin Ingram was was a stud before he got hurt, and it looks like he's leaning that way again. Uh, and Highsmith just looks like he's a man on a mission, and it doesn't look like he's willing to give up that starting role. And basically saying, Melvin, you're here, but you're still a backup because yeah. uh, he looks like a man possessed, and I really can't wait to see what he does when the season, and he can really pin his ears back and he's got TJ Watt on the other side drawing right. drawing that extra, you know, blitz backer or whatever. I some quarterbacks might get hurt this year. Right. Um secondary looks strong. Joe Hayden had a near pick. Um the guys that are kind of fighting for Mike Hilton's old spot, uh Pierre and Sutton looked fairly decent. Gave up a couple early runs and even passes, but I also blame a little bit of that on having a brand new linebacker in there mm-hmm. that's literally had three practices under his belt and was expected to go out there and be the the signal caller for the defense. Yeah. Uh that being Joe Schobert. So again, uh I expect that to be cleaned up quite a bit. Uh Ben played the first two series. Uh both of them ended in touchdown passes to Pat Freermuth, who as advertised yeah, uh, I was very excited when we got him. We, you know, they call him Baby Gronk, and we got to get a little taste of why, because he he gets open, he high points the ball, and he just catches it. I mean, mm-hmm. he he puts himself in the best position to catch the ball. Both of those were tough catches, especially yeah. the one where he twisted backwards up over his head, um, and then the the first one, Ben pump fakes so hard that the cameraman lost it. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's one thing I can't say that I've ever seen a quarterback that has a pump fake the way Ben does. I agree. I mean, he looks like he's trying to throw the ball through a fucking wall, but he doesn't let go of it. Like, it's just it, – it won us a Super Bowl. If you go back to 2008, the San Antonio Holmes play, um, where he broke it 60 yards or whatever, that was right. all because of that pump fake. But, yeah, Fryermuth looks really good. I'd still like to see him put on a little bit of weight, get a little better in the blocking game. But as far as a pass catcher, uh, 
again, if they can keep Ben upright, he's got a lot of options out there. Yeah. Um, Claypool didn't play because the ankle injury, you know, which I'm fine with. No need to risk anything. Uh, we got to see James Washington a little bit. Uh, Juju had a good game, and Deontay had that one catch for, for 43 yards. Uh, Joe Schobert looked good. There were a couple plays where I thought he looked lost. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is understandable. Yeah, again, three three practices is all he's had there. So I did like what I saw out of James Pierre uh, playing that slot. Marcus Allen kind of stepped up after having a couple of rough games. Um, the punter, Percy Harvin, looked solid. That Percy Harvin? Presley Harvin, I'm sorry. There we go. Presley Harvin. Uh, he only punted once, but it was a 50-yarder, and the coverage was right there. Special teams coverage all game long was ball. I mean, they were just ball hawking. Nice. Um, when you only allow eight yards on a kickoff return, that's good coverage. Yeah. Uh, punt thing, punting is one thing, but, yeah, kickoffs, you can almost always guarantee 15, 20-yard returns. Well, like I said, they gave up eight on their first one. Uh, they were fired up, so... I like what Danny Smith is doing there. Uh, Boswell, they cut Sloman, so obviously Boswell's there. Ray Ray McLeod saw all the punt return action and mm-hmm. even got in a couple of receptions. So I don't know if he's solidified that number five spot yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Cody White last week for Pittsburgh. Didn't see him in the game. Did Ray Ray McLeod have that big... I know he had like a bubble screen and we had one of our receivers at a bubble screen that they kind of uh Ray Ray on. I can't remember who it was though. He had a 30 yeah, he had a 30 yarder. Okay. Yeah, he had he caught two balls for 35 and one of them was the 30. So yeah. Uh and that's how they used him a lot last year too. Hmm. Um and I can see with with Matt Canada's offense, I could see Ray Ray being used in that jet sweep role mm-hmm. a lot. Um and we saw him try it a couple times or at least once with Deontay Johnson, and it just got blown up. Right. Um, and that was one of the plays where the offensive line just – they got to hold their block for one and a half seconds, and they didn't even give them that, and mm. it got blown up. But that's one of the uh, signatures of Matt Canada is a lot of those jet screens and stuff like that. But mm. Ray Ray is going to be that guy that they're going to try and get out in space and get him the ball right away and let him kind of – Uh, dial into those return skills that he has so it looks to me anyway like being how this was their quote-unquote dress rehearsal that you know they've kind of decided on that fifth spot now i'm still not 100 percent convinced that james washington is on the team come opener yeah i i want him to be i like him uh, especially in a world where we might lose Juju Smith-Schuster at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think James Washington is a very good receiver. He's just overshadowed by other very good receivers. Right. Uh, but I could see Colbert dangling that out there. It's a contract year, and we still have business to take care of with Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick, who <sighs> you, you saw that contract that jamal adams signed right Mm -hmm. so yeah jamal adams signed the big contract with seattle making him the highest paid safety in the nfl you know how many career interceptions jamal adams has three three i thought it was that two oh oh i'm sorry yeah two highest paid safety in nfl history Uh, okay let me just 
Now, don't get me wrong. He's a great football player. Mm-hmm. But again, a safety. It's kind of your job. Okay. How many did Minka have last year? Two? In Do you one know year. why? In one year. True. But last year, the year before, he had, what, a lot more than that, right? Yeah. Okay. Why do you think that is? Did Minka suck last year? No. Teams just stopped throwing his way. So I, I know, but it's still a, just kind of a weird thing. That I, Don't get me wrong. I think Jamal Adams is one of the best safeties in the mm-hmm. league. No question. It's just a funny stat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Okay. I, and where I'm going with this is, is that that – Pretty much sets the bar for Minka. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is what you paid him, or this is what they paid him. That, I get paid more. That's where we're starting. Like, yeah. there, there. That's my bottom dollar, right? Or, or more. Like, it better be seventy point one million because you know I actually catch the fucking ball. But again, yeah, it wasn't thrown at a lot. But right. So yeah, that's where that is. And with all the moves that we have made, and fleecing the Jags for for Joe Schobert including making them pay half his salary. Uh, we have over $20 million in cap space this year. Nice. So there's a lot of speculation on, are we going to bring another guy in, or are they going to use that to rework and slash re-sign either Minka and or TJ Watt? So I say go with option B, because we know those guys are studs. Oh, uh, no, absolutely. The, that's Those two have to get done. Watt especially. Mm-hmm. I can see I think Watt's gonna get done before the end of or before kickoff of uh week one. Minka, I'm not a hundred percent on in that and and if they don't, he's franchised. Hmm. I, I could see them going that way, saying, Okay, look, we're gonna franchise sag you because you ain't fucking going anywhere, but this is what we gotta do just for the time being while we figure out where are we're going with our quarterback situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, totally. Rather than commit all this money to two defensive players, <laughs> let's pump the brakes and see what this team is going to be come 2022. Sure. You know, so I, I could see that happening is that they'll just put Minka off franchise him if they have to, and see what else they have to address right. come this off season. Right. Cause I mean, we're going to have to have a lot of cap skate cap space in the offseason to trade for Aaron Rodgers. So that's going to be they, We don't have to trade for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, oh, well, sign Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Anyway. That would be fucking sick. Could you imagine? You go from Ben Roethlisberger to Aaron Rodgers. It would, but how much time does he have left? You know what I mean? It's like Probably two more if, years. If, if, give me this roster right here mm-hmm. and just say – Ben for Aaron, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'm fucking all in. Right. But like if they do a fucking fire sale and then try and bring Aaron, no. First off, he wouldn't come. No, you're right. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would definitely be all in. And who knows? I mean, Aaron's made enough money. Maybe he would even save us a little. No, he wouldn't. Well, that ends. Um, looks like he didn't get the Jeopardy job, but he might now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he did say he would definitely take it, and that job is now open again. So, there you go. Have have him do that as a summer gig, and yeah, that's not gonna happen. What? I don't think he's gonna do both because 
Look, he said I would definitely have taken it. I get that, but I don't think that it's one or the other. I don't think I disagree. There's. Do you know how much work goes into being a I get professional that. football I player? I get that, but I, it's, I think if Aaron's like, okay, your day off is Tuesday, come to L.A., and we're going to have to knock out five episodes. They do that in a day anyway. I, okay, I realize that. That's what I'm just saying. I don't know why you're disagreeing with me when I'm so disagreeing with gonna, you. He's just going to go film one day a week and not watch film. You think that, okay, here's my next question. Do you think NFL players have a day off? Because they don't. They have a day where, like, they're not at practice, mm-hmm. but they're sent home with fucking film and game planning. I, he I can mean, watch it on the private jet. Well, I'm glad you can speak for Aaron and say, hey, fuck you, buddy. You're going to work for... <laughs> I, I'm i trying to help the man out, okay? All right, I'm, trying well, to help him live I'm, I'm sure here. he's very thankful of that. He should be. <laughs> anyway, back to the original point, yes. Uh, I've even seen people tweet about it, but... No, I would be all in on Aaron Rodgers for. A I'm year not or holding two. my breath for it because I don't see that doesn't sound like a Pittsburgh move, but it would be fucking sick. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't see that at all. Um, who the hell? Who were we? Who were we high on last year? I'm like now drawing a complete blank. Oh, to get as a quarterback? Yeah, Sam Darnold. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, speaking. I was just gonna say, who would, if Ben didn't come back, I think there's a decent chance he could have been our quarterback this year. But yeah, yeah, I could have, I could see them making a, making a play for that. And speaking of quarterbacks, Mason Rudolph did not. He looked good. Mm-hmm. Didn't look great, but he looked good. Mm-hmm. Much better than he did his previous two games. He actually put points on the board, albeit only two field goals. Um, but he got us there. Dwayne Haskins played. Uh, some pretty insignificant time in the fourth quarter kind of breaks my heart a little bit because it leads me to believe that they have made their decision as far as going into the season, what they're going to do. And that being Mason is the number two Dwayne's probably the three and Dobbs is probably the odd man out. Right. Or maybe they're giving Mason a little bit of a tryout and, who knows, one of these teams might try and trade a seventh for him or something. Yeah. But, but I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt that's going to happen. But, again, he didn't look horrible. Um, and most of his time in there, especially in the – well, the, most of the second quarter was still with starters, mm-hmm. That, with the exception of Najee Harris. Uh, so that's encouraging as well that, you know, he finally got in with the number one line and most of the backs and receivers – and he did well. Mm-hmm. And I'm still of the mind that our defense, when they're all in there and healthy and playing 60 minutes, is going to be enough that a guy like Mason Rudolph could still win some games if we, you know, as long as he doesn't make too many mistakes. Sure. I think our defense is going to keep us in a lot of games, regardless of who our quarterback is. We did go 8-8 eight and eight that year when Ben was hurt for, what, he got hurt week two. So, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Duck Hodges won a couple games. Yeah. Um, and that that defense wasn't as good as this defense. Yeah. You know, and yeah, we were still basically almost a playoff team if if Cleveland hadn't shit the bed on us. Hmm. Although I probably wouldn't have wanted to go to the playoffs that year with that team. But yeah, that would have been either way. We would have gotten fucking destroyed by KC week one, and 
wouldn't been pretty. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, and the, and the game going on right now, it's kind of a snoozer, 7-7 Browns-Giants. And, again, we got Chargers-Niners later today. And Jacks saints on Monday. So, one more week of preseason football. Now, I don't know what the other teams are going to do. I, I, I have to imagine that the teams that treated this like week two of the preseason might throw their starters out for at least a little bit. You want to, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially would, considering there's a bye week after the preseason. Yeah. Although at the same time we saw in, in the first week of the preseason, we saw some starters play that I never would have thought played like Brady and mm-hmm. Mahomes and uh, things like that. So it, it's, it seems like some teams are treating it the way like we are and other teams are going the opposite direction. So it'll be kind of interesting to see yeah. who's going to play next week. I think it was uh, when I was watching the Bears game, Jim Miller, um, old Steelers quarterback too, um, mm-hmm. talked about how you know this is the first year that there's only been three preseason games, and he said that too. It's like I, every team has a different philosophy because they've never done this before. It's not like years prior there was a blueprint. You play your starters for a drive in week two, or week one, week two, you do the same thing. Week three, they play three quarters. Week four, they don't really play at all. Right. So. Well, and for the last, I want to say, four or five years, Ben has pretty much been on the same schedule. He He's barely played, if at all, usually doesn't play the first game, barely, if at all, the second game, then like a quarter and a half or so the third game, and then doesn't play at all the fourth game. And that's basically what they did here. And I honestly think if those – he played three series, although the first one was pretty short-lived. But I think if those two touchdown drives don't end up as touchdown drives, mm-hmm. I think he would have played a little longer. Mm. But they they saw what they needed to see. He looked sharp. Get him the fuck out of there. Right. I didn't necessarily want to see him play at all. But after listening to him, I get it, though. Uh, wanting to get into game situations with the new offensive coordinator – who, new O line, new tight end, that new too, running back. But just in the communications aspect of it, right? Because for as long as I can remember, most of his career, anyway, his offensive coordinator is typically on the field with him. Mm-hmm. Now that's not the case. Matt Canada is up in the booth, so I, I see what he was talking about and saying that he wanted to work some of those kinks out and and sure. get in there and just get game action. So yeah. That'll uh, pretty much wrap it up for the preseason week number two, technically, with the uh, bonus week, obviously. Um, Manny Pacquiao came back last night, had a title fight against, is it Ugas? I don't know. I don't really follow boxing. Your your Dennis Ugas. And he lost. Mm -hmm. Decision. Decision. I mean, from what I read, he didn't look bad, but just, I mean, it's... He's getting up there. Yeah, he's no spring chicken. Uh, Next week, Sunday, we have the Tyron Woodley... Jake Paul fight. Jake Paul fight. Please, sweet baby Jesus, put an end to this madness. That's all I want. Um, Can I just... Jake Paul is doing something very cool, though. Which is, you know, that's not going to be the only fight on the card. 
There's going to be other fights. And I think it's Showtime that's doing it. He negotiated so that the other fighters on the undercard got more money. Because he's like, this is ridiculous. Like, I guess the last fight he had, he saw what they made and was like, well, I know what we made. That's all they got paid. He goes, you know what? Take a little bit out of mine and give it to them. Rightfully so. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you got to admit, that's no that I, very I, cool on him. I it mean, is. There are fighters in the UFC that don't fucking do that. So. I still want to see him get his brain speed in. I know, but. But yeah, no, good on him. Yeah. Now, he's probably going to miss some of that money when he's got hospital bills to pay after <laughs> what what I hope Tyron Woodley does to him, but we'll see. Right. Um, other kind of, I don't know, funny story, I guess. Shakari Richardson, did you see this? Mm-hmm. She was the uh, sprinter famously disqualified from the Olympics because she got a little stressed out and decided to smoke a J. She made her return to the track. In the 100, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. Yeah, 100 meter. And finished last. Yeah. Got just smoked. Right. No pun intended. And she's like, basically, she said that, you know, talk all that shit you want. And I'm basically quoting. She says, y'all can talk shit, but I'm not done. I, you know, I know what I can do. Right. And... Probably right. I mean, that's. Not, I don't think. I that, would imagine. I'm obviously not a world class athlete, but if I <laughs> was going to go to the Olympics and then I was told, "Oh, you're actually not going to," I'd be pretty depressed and I wouldn't want to work out. Yeah. So. Yeah, she probably slacked a little on the training, yeah. but. I mean, keep this in mind. There was. I personally felt it was a bullshit decision. I mean, it's weak. Hundred percent. But, um, when Michael Phelps, the what he competed in four Olympics, one he did really great. Second one, he absolutely dominated. The third one, he didn't do much of anything. And then his last one, he dominated again. The one he didn't do so great, he didn't train. So, yeah. I mean, that's a factor, you know. And he, he was pretty notorious weed smoker as well. Uh, if you recall the picture of him wearing the uh, yeah. gas mask bong, I believe yeah. it was. Good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. I guess we'll stay on the football side of things. Madden. Mm-hmm. 22. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this story? I don't know what you're... Well, it's been all over the news. It's, I figured... Oh, the free trial thing? No. Okay. No, no. Then I don't know what you're talking about. I hate, hate, hate that I even have to fucking say this name. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, this story, yeah. In Madden 22. First, let me say this. Colin Kaepernick has not thrown an NFL pass since 2016. Yeah. Going on five years. Mm -hmm. He is the 15th highest rated quarterback in the fucking game. Yeah. With an 81 overall. Mm -hmm. Are you going to pull up the list of players? Yes, I most certainly am. I I figured you would. I'm going to pull up a few things. Yes. So, of the starting quarterbacks, Brady, 97, Mahomes, 99, 
Rodgers, 96, Lamar Jackson, 91, Deshaun Watson, 90, Russell, 94, Ryan Tannehill, 87, Matt Ryan, 85, Dak Prescott, 87, Josh Allen, 88. And then Colin Kaepernick is an 81. Yeah. Stafford's an 83. Oh, no, wait. This is It's oh, not in order. Because I, I switched it. I'm sorry. I switched it for something else, which I'll get to that in a second, too. Um, yeah, that was not in order, but. 15th, I counted him, 15th. He falls in line right under Kyler Murray, who is an 82, tied with Derek Carr, who's an 81, and is ranked higher than last year's Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert, at an 80, Kirk Cousins at a 79, Ben Roethlisberger at a 78, Trevor Lawrence is also a 78. Rookie, to be fair. You have it. My point is, I, I no, yeah. I, I agree. <clears throat> Jared Goff, a seventy-seven. Joe Burrow's a seventy-seven, and then of course I'm not going to list every quarterback, but yeah, fifteenth highest-rated quarterback in in Madden. But if you switch it around, what's the most important rating that the quarterback could possibly have? Throwing accuracy. No, that's up there, but no awareness. Awareness. Okay. If you do this by awareness, Brady is a 99, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Mahomes, 97. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rodgers, 96. Absolutely. Lamar Jackson, a 93. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Just no, but whatever. Deshaun Watson, 92. If, if, if anything, Deshaun Watson should be higher than Lamar Jackson in awareness. And Russell Wilson, who's only yeah. 91. The Wilson one and Ryan is appalling to me. Yeah. Tannehill and Matt Ryan should all be higher than Lamar Jackson as far as awareness. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just quarterback awareness. Josh Allen is an 86. Dak Prescott is an 88. Ben Roethlisberger is an 85. Stafford. 85, Mayfield, 83, Kyler Murray, 82, Fitz, 82. Do you know what Colin Kaepernick's is? What? 87. Okay. Wow. He's the 10th highest rated awareness quarterback in the in the, the game. I don't know what the hell they're smoking at Madden. I, I really don't. That is just utterly fucking ridiculous and i know what people are gonna it's just a video game but they continue to feed this bullshit that he colin kaepernick was not a good quarterback his career record as his starter was 28 and 30 with only a 88.9 passer rating that's not great Mm -hmm. that's average he was an average quarterback he had one Great year, no question. But even that one great year he had, it was still only a 98.3 passer rating. Got to factor in the rushing yards too, though. Yeah, no, again, that's why I say it was still a great year. But as a quarterback, he was not good. Mm. He wasn't. He just, I'm sorry, nobody in this fucking world will ever convince me Colin Kaepernick was a great NFL quarterback because he wasn't. No, I agree. Can he win you some games? Yes. But... This all this bullshit every time a quarterback gets hurt or cut or whatever. 
oh, well, they could. why don't they sign Colin Kaepernick? A, because he hasn't played in five years, and B, because he wasn't that fucking good to begin with. It just it, uh, it fucking drives let me, me Let me play devil's advocate, though. Say you work at Madden, and you've been told, higher up, you have to get Colin Kaepernick in this game because people want him. You kind of have to give him a decent rating, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you don't rate him higher than... Starters? Yeah, no, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Not just starters, but like, I don't know, fucking Super Bowl winning quarterbacks that have won two Super Bowls, been to three, and you're going to tell me that there's a team out there that would rather have Colin Kaepernick than Ben Roethlisberger right, right. now? Or Justin Herbert. Or, or just Yeah, any of those guys. It's just no. Like, to me, his cap has like 74, 75. I was thinking 74, Absolute yeah. tops. And his awareness rating at an 87, no. No, that shit should be like 75 at best. Yeah. Did you see him in the Castro shirt? It's got to be lower than that. The what? Oh. He wore a Fidel Castro yeah. shirt. And... So, yeah, I just unbelievable. And then, yeah, and I, I saw that there's you get a free 10-hour d- trial if you're a member of EA Access or whatever. I didn't do it because I don't care. I, it went horribly, though. Oh, I'm sure it did. A lot of people played it for like a, played one game that got booted out. And well, I watched the guy down. that was streaming. Yeah. And he was literally just kept making people quit because the defense is so bad. Mm. The zone defense, he literally threw a touchdown pass every single play but one, and that was only because the quarterback underthrew the ball, but it was still completed, and Mm. on the next play he scored. (laughs) So as long as you can read a defense, which if you're a decent Madden player, you can tell if it's cover two, cover three, man, whatever, Mm. and – they play the zone so badly yeah. that they're if you just send guys on streaks, somebody's wide open every single play. Yeah. I watched him do it, and guys, they just kept quitting because they couldn't stop him. Right. That's how. And this was like all Madden level as far as difficulty. Know, the, yeah, and the, the zones are just horrible. Did you hear one of our safeties, Josh Harris? Is that his name? Uh, on Twitter. He's a running back, former running back, Josh Harris. Yeah, I'm, uh, I follow him. Okay, yeah. He posts the video during the trial, very first game, and he's playing – I can't remember. The Chiefs were one of the teams because it was Tariq Hill, and I can't remember who the defense was, but he put the camera, put it like, you know, where the um, – damn it. Josh Harris has spent much of the last, like, three or four years bitching about Madden. Yeah, like that- and he, he specifically pointed out the fact that, like, Tariq Hill was on a deep post across the field. And he goes, look at the safety just sit there. It's yeah. like, why wouldn't he follow him? Yeah, that's Josh Harris. Like, he's built like a brick shit house now. He's never gotten back in the NFL. But, yeah, this is what it peak. He's even got his own peak gaming. That's his his account oh, okay. as well. Um, but, yeah, this is what he does all day. I'm showing Dylan his Twitter feed where he'll post – just insanely bad plays that occur on Madden. Mm-hmm. And he's been lobbying for them to like hire him as a, like a consultant tester, whatever, because if you go through his feed, especially when the game is there, I mean, when like during the, the season, mm-hmm. he sits there and just posts like right there, just in case anybody was wondering, no Madden is not better this year. Horrible AI. That was what he tweeted. And, right. 
and that's all the reports that I'm seeing. Very bad gameplay. It's yeah, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> There's one. Why put this in the game? Yeah, he's not happy, and he he's. I've never seen him really post a good thing about the game. Yeah. And I'm thinking, why do you play it then? <laughs> I mean, to show how bad it is, and hopefully, you know, change it. But I that won't happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if he had more than. Well, he's 15,000 followers. That oh. that number has grown significantly because he didn't have much. The only reason I'm following him, I've been following him since he was a Steeler. He had oh, yeah, one good game with us, and it, he talks a lot of shit, mm-hmm. and I've actually gotten into arguments with him on Twitter. And, no shit. Yeah, just like, you know, you know so much about football. Why is your ass sitting at home? Like, Oh. Yeah. And if you look at him, I mean, he's in tremendous shape, but he can't make it on an NFL team. So I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't criticize people that do jobs that you can't. Anyway. So yeah, Madden is I'm sorry. Say that again. No. What? What? What'd you say there? (laughs) Nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'd like a little salt and pepper with that foot, please. Yeah. Now. Professional. Wrestling. Yes. We've talked about it a little bit here and there. Both of us uh, had been fans. Uh, Diehard fans. Yeah, huge fans. I I mean, I think everybody comes and goes mm-hmm. with professional wrestling. Like, I started Hulkamania back in the 80s and fell off. And then Sting started to bring me back, which then turned into Stone Cold and The Rock, and I was all in, and... Um, fell off again, came back, fell off, came back, came up. This weekend. On my birthday. Well, I'm just meaning in the weekend in general. Uh, okay. But yes, it started on your birthday. Uh, at If nothing else, wrestling fans got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool. We'll get into the whole SummerSlam thing in a minute. But first... AEW, who has been gaining traction. Yep. They've got some big stars that they've signed from from WWE, and and they've even got some young talent that they are making stars. Um, And it's been rumored for the, fuck, at least the last couple of months. Three months or so, yeah. That they were going to get CM Punk, and there really hasn't been a lot of talk about it. And they had an event. It's not true at all. What? That's been the biggest wrestling story over the last month. No, no, I mean, but it, when I say we didn't know, like it was just a rumor, like, oh, maybe they're going to get him, maybe they're going to get him, and then we knew that they had this big show in Chicago, and they got a pay-per-view in Chicago, which fed into those rumors even more, but what I'm saying is the people that fucking walked into that arena Friday night had no idea. That's not true. They, it was basically Tony Khan said like the week of he goes, well, you know, we got a show in Chicago and I don't want to get into spoilers, but kind of everyone knows what's going to happen. And we just want it to be a big deal. It was an open secret that he was going to be. He's, there. Well, he said he had a, a major announcement. I know, but I, I, I guess no, he didn't net obviously come out and say obviously it, but, people pretty much figured it out because there were fucking hundreds, if not thousands of CM Punk signs. But what I'm saying is that 
nowhere did it say CM Punk's going to be here. Right, yeah. It was no official it was, it was heavily, heavily rumored, but it was not at all confirmed. But still, mm-hmm. they opened the show with their normal thing. And d- d- did you watch... There's a video on YouTube of a fan mm-hmm. that's recording, not just what AEW showed. I did not see that clip, no. It's literally the entire, like, from two minutes before they go on the air until like I'm back. five. No, no. Until like five seconds before they come back from commercial mm-hmm. after punk's gone to the part where he talked about the ice cream and all that shit. Mm. And because when you watch the point I'm getting at is in all of the years that I've watched wrestling, I have seen a lot of, just monstrous crowd reactions. Jericho's debut on Raw comes to mind. Triple H's return at the Garden comes to mind. Hogan in Toronto yeah. after he won the title. <clears throat> up until Friday night, that was my number one. Mm. 15 fucking minutes of fans just going batshit crazy for old-ass Hulk Hogan, and I loved it because I am big. I grew up on him. And then Friday night happened, and... The show opens with the the crowd already chanting CM Punk, CM Punk. And I can tell you that from watching the the person's video, not AEW's feed, nobody there started that chant as far as like the directors or whatever. They didn't, no tease or nothing. They just started chanting. And then they did their little promo that you watched on the screen, and then they did the countdown of when they're on the air, and they immediately start the thing again. Record scratch. Yeah. And I, like I said, I have never heard a crowd that fucking loud for any wrestler the way they were for CM Punk in Chicago Friday night. And that wasn't even a full like pay-per-view style stadium. They had, you know, the back half cut off because of the set piece. Yeah. It was the United Center. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was still just insanely loud. And I'm glad that I found that other video because television production tends to make things seem more than they are. Mm-hmm. And when I watched this video of the of the guy filming it, in fact, if you remember when when Punk's walking down the aisle. Yeah. And he gets to the guy that has the, if punk is here, we riot. Mm-hmm. Well, on the back of that sign, yeah. it said, if punk isn't here, we riot. <laughs> so, and punk, like the guy that's filming it is like four people behind that guy. Like mm-hmm. he's literally from me to you when punk comes and hugs that dude. And he, like I said, filmed the entire thing. And it was just absolutely deafening in yeah. there. And I, I'm a, I'm in. Yeah, I am too. Like, I'm back in. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like I Al Pacino. Wanna, right. Just when I get out, they yeah, pull, pull me back. back. Because if you're any kind of wrestling fan, CM Punk is everything that's good about wrestling. He's one of, if not the best workers in the last... Ever. Let's just 20, say ever. 20, 30 years. And, and yeah, he's he's up there. I mean... Did you hear what Roman said earlier in the week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he was uh, never as good or as over as Cena. Exhibit A Friday. Did you, yeah, he's pretty fucking over. I mean, yeah. it's his hometown, but holy shit! 
I liked yeah. his opening line too. Like, you sure know how to make a kid feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. Explain that to me. Britt Baker's from Pittsburgh, and whenever she goes to Pittsburgh, they lose their fucking minds. Is she in AEW? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is she like their top female? Stop. Yeah, okay. top female star. Didn't didn't know that, so that line went over my head. I could tell the crowd got it, so I assumed it was something like that. Um, Her first, sorry, just because you'd like it because you're a Steeler fan. The first show they did in Pittsburgh on TV, she obviously worked it. She wore this special coat where she came out, turned around, and it was the Steeler logo with the word Baker, and instead of diamonds, it were teeth that were colored, and it had the sleeves on the coat too, like the black and yellow. It was pretty dope. Nice. I'll have to show that to you. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, and – cut just an amazing promo yeah. and and you could tell it was really from the heart um and immediately called out one of their youngest top stars darby allen who is kind of sting's protege yeah um that dude's a beast too he's is he? i really like him he's very jeff hardy-esque yeah yeah and that makes sense and it i like that they have him paired with sting but mm-hmm. uh so yeah epic moment which brings me to WWE. Now, leading up to SummerSlam, which is, I would say, their second biggest show mm-hmm. of the year. Yes. At, top three, at least. Yeah. I mean, Royal Rumble, you could maybe sometimes argue that it's it's bigger, but SummerSlam is basically their summer showcase, second only to WrestleMania. Right. And And they brought Cena back. And I get it. He's, you know, part of it is to promote Suicide Squad. And, you know, he's going to fight Roman Reigns, possible 17th championship. And cool. I was interested. I thought maybe this is the one. Like, you know, maybe it's time to move on from Roman and change it up. Seeing is going to be transitional. But give him that 17th to acknowledge what he's done for the business. And then... They ruined it and basically just pissed in everybody's faces when Roman Reigns said, if John Cena beats me, I'll leave WWE. Yeah. Well, that why have the match? Because right. we know that's not going to happen. Exactly. So yeah. that's ruined. The other main event, Bobby Lashley, who's the WWE champion, Roman Reigns is universal, Bobby Lashley's WWE champion, clearly not super over. Like no. he's, eh. Middle of the road. So they bring back Goldberg, mm-hmm. who at 54 years old, still fucking phenomenal shape. So I thought, okay, maybe they're going to bring Goldberg in. Same thing. Maybe a transitional thing. Get the belt off of him and rework it to where maybe they bring back Edge or even uh Scottish dude, Drew McIntyre. Right. No, instead they have... MVP hit gold. Did you? Watch? I watched okay. none of MVP it. hit Goldberg in the knee, mm-hmm. and and basically blew his knee out. Now in the buildup, I've seen it on Twitter. Uh, Goldberg's son has like been Bobby Lashley's made fun of him or whatever. His son's now like a high schooler, mm. and they've talked shit. And Goldberg like brings him into the ring, and they walk out. Well, anyway, in the match. Goldberg's knee is blown out and he just to the point where he can no longer compete compete and they call the match wow yeah 
That's how it ended. That's horrible. And Lashley's getting ready to take a chair and beat Goldberg down, and his son runs into the ring, jumps on his back, Bobby Lashley's back. Lashley just whips him around, puts him in the full Nelson, and puts him to sleep before he realizes it's a kid. Yeah. How did you... So then MVP's like, hey, he didn't know. He didn't know that was his son. And at this point, Goldberg is over on the other side of the ring, kind of groggy. Uh, and when he says he didn't know that was his son, and then Goldberg snaps and, you know, crawls over to his kids. Like, I'm going to kill you. And like, really, this is what you're giving your fans. I've never, they have a weird habit of doing that, of where a big match at SummerSlam will just be a transition to another match. It's like, no, 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 it's SummerSlam. Make it like Mania. Have that be the blow off. That drives me That should be the nuts. end. Yeah. The end of the, of the angle or the start of an angle. Completely agree. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fucking stupid. So, yeah, that's that's how that match ended. Yeah. Prior to that, and I didn't see this part because I was up at Danvers Days, uh, but prior to that, Becky Lynch came back. I did hear about that. But the way that a lot of fans, the diehard Becky Lynch fans are ecstatic, mm. but a lot of the fans that have kind of gotten on board with Bianca Blair these last several months mm-hmm. are shitting all over it because – and I don't know the exact specifics as to why Becky Lynch was there. But anyway, Becky Lynch comes out and, okay, well, this is going to be the title match. Becky Lynch goes to stick her hand out to shake her hand mm-hmm. and instead punches her in the head, hits her with the finisher, and pins her. Wow. Yeah, and becomes the champion. Like, <laughs> She was like the biggest babyface star in the company before she got pregnant. Yeah. And you're going to bring her back and have her... Have her win like that? Yeah. Against somebody who... Okay, let's be honest. Where we're at in society right now, a black champion, have her basically get bitch slapped, finished, and one, two, three. Okay. Like, That's got nothing to do with it. Bianca Blair's really good. I well, mean, I know, but I'm just saying the, the visuals another, of it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I get what you mean. Hey, you um, did great, but you know this white girl who's a big star is back. So yeah, so fuck you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I kind of and again, that. maybe it'll build to something else. I just thought it was not the best way that they could have handled it. Maybe been. Becky comes out and they fight a little bit, and it turns into a schmaz, and they end up, you know, pushing it down the road to actually have a nice long program instead of just saying oh, you're going to give the belt to her because she's her. And right, I just thought that was weird. I agree. Then we get to Roman Reigns and John Cena. So disappointed. And I know that Cena allowed this, but it's so bad that it, it they basically let Roman just beat on him for most of the match. And every now and then Cena would do a roll-up because this his whole promo has been, all I got to do is pin you one, two, three. And that was, mm-hmm. you know... That's all I got to do. Right. So it was a lot of false finishes with roll-ups. Cena would hit a couple of offensive moves, but mostly was getting dominated. And then he would hit a roll-up and he'd kick out. And then at the end, they had several false finishes. Uh, Roman Reigns ends up hitting the worst Superman punch I think I've ever seen after being AA'd through a table. Hmm. Um, and then he hits the and spears him, pins him, and he stands over holding the belt up while fat-ass Paul Heyman is standing there. And just as Roman's getting ready to bend down and give him the you-can't-see-me, Brock (laughs) 
Lesnar. No. His music hits, and the crowd pops. Lesnar walks out looking like Goro. Have you seen the pictures? I have. With he the... looks like Goro from fucking. He's got the little, I don't, tiny little patch of hair on top of his head, but it's long enough that it's a ponytail. So all he needed was two more arms sticking out of his sides, and he looks like Goro yeah. from Mortal Kombat. And he gets in the ring. They stare each other down. Credits. Hmm. And then after the show goes off the air, because it's all over Twitter, everybody with their little cell phones recorded it. After the show, Brock Lesnar proceeds to take Cena to Suplex City and then F5s him and leaves the ring. Like, mm. So Cena just gets shit on for 20 minutes, and then you bring Lesnar back, and then you let him get shit on again off camera. And right. So that's the difference between a company that is trying to, Yes. To do something and, and take the top spot and a company that just doesn't listen to people, doesn't fucking care. And thinks they have it. And thinks yeah, and thinks that they that they're just gonna keep walking away with it. And it's I'm telling you AEW could catch Raw in the ratings. And it was, very soon. Yeah. Especially now with CM Punk. In football season. And that too. Yeah. Um yeah, and just unbelievable. And that brings me back to the whole crowd pop thing, because a lot of people, the the WWE marks, marks meaning they're the fanboys, are saying, oh, well, you know, forget CM Punk because we got Brock Lesnar back. If Have you not paid attention to anything in the last, what, six, seven years, yeah. however long? Brock Lesnar is not back. Right. Brock Lesnar is back to make, like, maybe three or four appearances in the next year. Right. Like, he's not a wrestler. He shows up, fights somebody, and then disappears for a month. It, it's that's all he does. That's his, yeah. that's what he does. It's the only way that he'll agree to appear is that work as little as possible and get paid $15 million yeah, a year to and, do it and, and get paid stupid amounts of money. Uh, John Cena comes back and just absolutely gets shit on so that they can build up Brock Lesnar. But the, the crowd reactions. Lesnar got a pretty nice pop, mm -hmm. but if you were to sit there, and this was in Vegas with a pay-per-view stage where every seat is available with the exception of right at the very entrance, and it still did not compare to the 15,000 or 12,000, whatever they had in the United Center as far as just the, the sound of it. To, to be fair, though, I mean, like I said, it was in Vegas. Is was at Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play. If you're in a big stadium like that, sound goes up. True. So uh, true. But still, like they weren't throwing their babies in the air. Uh, yeah, it was not the kind of. Because look, yeah, put a W show in that same arena mm -hmm. or in Chicago, right? Uh, I'll even say, put them in fucking Soldier Field with a lid on it. Whatever you want to do, right. and it's still going to be ten times the reaction, right. That Brock Lesnar got because Brock Lesnar left the company as a heel. Mm -hmm. And yeah, fans are excited to see him back because a they've never liked Roman Reigns. Yeah, um, but still, it, it's not what if CM Punk would have walked out, that place would have even in fucking Vegas. If that was CM Punk that walked out to face Roman Reigns, that place yeah would have just exploded. Right. But yeah, so and I've criticized AEW a lot in the past because I don't. I, you know, I saw them in Champaign their first year, and then I saw the stadium stampede match, and I thought, that's fucking stupid. 
and then I saw more stupid shit, and I'm like, okay, I'm not watching it, but... Yeah, I mean, they do... I mean, it's owned by Tony Khan, who he's just a fan. Yeah, son of Shad Khan, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. I mean, he got into... He started the company because he's a fan, and he's trying to give fans what they want, so... I mean, good on him. Um, again, some of the shit they do stupid, but his intention to, to is pure. To be fair, look at WWE. I oh, mean, 100%. You know, yeah. It, it, look, it's wrestling. Not everything is going to be awesome and epic, and there's going to be dumb storylines and things that we don't get, but it just seems like WWE continues to just... Shit in their fans' sh- mouth. Yeah, shit in their fans' mouth, because for now and for... The last several years, they've really been the only ticket in town. I mean, there have been some guys out there being TNA and AW and New Japan was really hot a few years ago. But until... but they still can't compete with the the kind of Jack that the WWE has always had. Right. But Shad Khan's got a lot of money. Oh yeah. And if he runs out of money, guess who isn't going to run out of money? Daddy. Yeah. So like. If he really wants to go all in on this stuff, they Pun can. Intended. Yeah, all in. Yeah. yeah, that's their next pay per view. Um, yeah, they can. They can overtake him. Now, will it last? Probably not, because mm. look, I've been around for wrestling for forty plus years, and it it will go in cycles. Yep. You know, there, it if AEW takes over, WWE is going to have to adapt and change and either make new stars instead of rehashing the same old ones. And I realize sometimes that's hard to do. That's not going to happen until Vince dies. I agree. I mean, this being a WWE fan right now is like being a Raiders fan in 2005, where, you know, there's no hope in the short term, but once the guy in charge goes away, and unfortunately the only way either one of those guys would go away is if they died, then maybe there's hope. Yeah. So, and, and morbid to think about, but and I true. I get the appeal of bringing those guys back, whether it be Goldberg or Lesnar, or Cena or whatever. But you you can't continue to bring those guys back, yeah, to shit on them mm-hmm. because the fans are they catch on like oh oh cool he's back but he's gonna lose yep. you know like why why am I getting excited mm-hmm. he's just here to get a pop and sell tickets but we're still gonna have the same shitty champion afterwards or whatever you know mm-hmm. like. I realize that Cena's past his prime. He's still... He can still go. He's still yeah, pretty... He's, he can still go. But whether you like it or not, he's one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, he carried that flag for a very, very long time. Yes. And if there's anybody that's ever lived that deserves to be recognized as the most decorated champion of all time over Ric Flair... It's John Cena. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is. Yeah. And it probably won't happen. And maybe Cena doesn't want it to happen. I think you've even said that he doesn't want it to happen. And right. that may be the case. Right. But to have him go out like that and maybe, again, maybe it was Cena that booked the match that way. I don't know why he would have, but it was just the everything that I saw in the show, with the exception of Edge, I don't know if you heard anything about I this. I heard he had a great match with Rollins. And he kind of tapped into the brood. Oh, he, yeah. The entrance was the brood music, mm-hmm. and he rises out of the stage surrounded by fire. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Wearing the dark glasses and everything, and then it kicks into his music. Man. Excellent entrance. 
And this, these last couple of weeks, he was acting very brutish, hmm. saying he had to go back to a dark, dark place. And then they, they stole the show. That match was phenomenal. That's what I heard. And, and Edge got the win, deservedly so. But So, yeah, now we're going to get a build-up to Lesnar and Reigns, which... They've done like five times. What already. show though? Like, what are, is this your build up to Extreme Rules? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like Survivor this, Series. This but... angle should have happened two months ago, mm-hmm. and build up to SummerSlam. Right. But being how that it's Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. I can honestly see this dragging out to either Survivor Series or Royal Rumble Mania. Somewhere like that. You know what's going to happen, right? absolutely see that happening. You know what's going to happen, right? They're going to copy the same storyline from Survivor Series 03. Yes, I can't believe I remember the date either. Oh, I can. Yeah. (laughs) Heyman's going to turn on Roman. Brock's going to win. That's why it'll be Survivor Series. Heyman will turn on Roman. Brock will get the title, and then Roman will turn babyface and then beat Brock for the title at Mania. You heard it here. That's first, their ra- that's their roundabout <laughs> way to finally make him the biggest baby face where he's not getting booed. <sighs> this long seven year, well, maybe not seven years, probably probably, probably longer, really, but it seems yeah. longer. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's I don't probably know what they're that, gonna do. I don't know that that'll ever happen. I I just don't. I although to be fair, Cena coming back. It's got more cheers than I've ever heard him get. Yeah. So maybe this is the one because they've been trying to have Reigns be the man for a long time and it just isn't happening. So maybe this is right. you. You could be on to something. I mean, he got cheers when he came back from beating cancer's ass. It's just they didn't get. He didn't get as many cheers. That and as, it was very short lived. Like, and then they I mean? turned him heel finally. Yeah. So And he's doing great as a heel. So I think Agreed. that the fans that were booing him and hated him. But you can't. You you can't build your company on a heel. I get that. That's yeah, why they're going to turn him that, baby. Yeah, face. That's what I'm saying. I'm, right. You know, no matter what the era was in throughout WWE's history, you can always look back and say this was their guy. And right, right now they don't have that. Right. As far All as way to San Martino. <laughs> yeah. As far as a baby face like mega star, they do not have that. Right. Which is why they keep bringing in guys like Goldberg and Cena and blah blah blah. So anyway, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm definitely gonna follow AEW uh, and, and see where they go with that because this could be a if they do it right, it could be another nice little golden era of wrestling because right. it will force WWE to step their fucking game up and maybe we'll get some quality content for the first time in a long time. Right. Because, I mean, I got to imagine if you're USA and then you get in a position where it's like, wait, we're paying you all this money for Raw and this other show is getting comparable ratings. Why are we paying you all this money? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, um, another and, point. Don't, and don't forget, Braun Strowman's still out there. Yeah. And so is Bray Wyatt. So is Daniel Bryanson. Or Brian Danielson. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. yeah. And I... The rumor is he's like definitely. It's kind of like CM Punk. He's going to show up at AEW. So I, I could definitely see that. Um, but yeah, those like Bray Wyatt, they just kind of cast aside. Mm-hmm. Like he was one of the best heel workers that the company has had in the last decade, bar none. Mm-hmm. I mean, the psychological, uh, 
mankind esque. You know what I mean? As far as yeah, was he the you know the greatest worker? No, but he could cut a promo, and they just he was like the most fascinating character in wrestling last five years. Yeah, and they just never he would always lose. He was like the reverse Undertaker, where the character was great, but he never would win when he needed to. Yeah, and that's that's the exact opposite they did with Taker, where Taker won all the time. So deservedly so. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, that's they, you can't have a monster that loses all the time. Yeah. Then why then is he become, scary? Then they become unbelievable. Yeah. yeah why is he scary then? Yeah. Um, another point I want to make: talk about Brock. You know, oh, he's just back part time. Punk's not part time. He mentioned that in the promo. No, he, no, no. he said that 100% that he's back Wednesdays, Fridays, four Saturdays or Sundays a year, which that's the only pay-per-view schedule that AEW has right now. Mm-hmm. And I hope for their sake that they don't get money hungry mm-hmm. and try and go the every month route. I agree. Because if you remember, TNA did the same thing. Mm-hmm. They started off with a lot of momentum a lot of older stars that people could relate to and some young talent like an AJ Styles. Um, God, it was funny. It's funny saying AJ Styles was young talent back then, but he was. Right. And they started to kind of get momentum. And what they do? They watered it down by going to monthly pay-per-views and every, every week live shows. And basically... That's not what did it. But it didn't help Bro. matters. Bro, that's what did it, Vince Russo. Well, yeah, but still, part of that is, is sure trying to put out fresh content every single month. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I think WWE should cut back on the pay-per-views. They, right. they never will because people are still buying them. But I think that is a winning formula. Let your, your stories build instead of having to wipe the slate clean every month or giving us the same fucking match three months in a row to settle the score or whatever. It's just, it gets old. And it also allows you to occasionally have a really big match on your free TV show that people are going to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Big wrestling show this week, huh? Well, I mean, it was a big big, big weekend. I mean, it's, I'll be honest, I felt a little nostalgic. It was nice to actually kind of have something to be excited about with wrestling because it's, been pretty shitty yeah. and it's weird too because i i you know i was a huge punk guy and yeah. and i knew that show was that night you didn't I just, watch it i didn't watch it no I, honestly i i didn't i read a couple things on twitter that maybe he's coming i had no idea that that friday night they were in chicago and then i i saw it on twitter and i immediately i did i tried to turn it on but it was already too late but i started scouring for the videos and everything until I found like the complete fucking thing. And yeah, yeah I, I, I marked out. I, oh, I did. me too. Big yeah. Time. Um, so yeah, now did not expect to talk about that that long, but no, I am no. going to talk about one more thing before we wrap this up. Well, so am I. So what are you going to talk about? Free guy. Don't ruin it for me. I'm not going to. Okay. It's also only been out a week, so I want to give, I tried, but it's not available yet. <laughs> Uh, sure it is. Go down to our local Marcus Theaters and, you know, put fucking money down. And <sighs> Ryan Reynolds does deserve my money, I will say. He does deserve your money. All right. So how's Free Guy? Without Free Guy's, spoiling it. Without spoiling it, if you watch the trailer and you said, wow, that looks really funny and interesting, I want to see it, go see it. You're going to have a good time. Um, it's very funny. Um, 
Is it interesting? It is, yeah. yeah. It's a very unique idea. I mean, a character that's stuck in a video game and isn't aware of it. And yeah, it's an open world. And he's not the main character, though, right? He's no. like an NPC. Yeah, he's okay. just an a, yeah, a NPC in the background. He's blue shirt guy. Okay, his thing is, don't have a good day, have a great day. <laughs> okay, he's the teller at the bank. That's it. Um, but yeah, it's really fucking good i really liked it is it this big cinematic masterpiece no it is not but if you saw the trailer and said that looks like fun that looks funny you're gonna like it you're gonna have a good time and Um, it's ryan reynolds for fuck's sake i mean he even made green lantern tolerable he tried (laughs) Um, that's why the word i use is tolerable yeah um i will say this takawatiti as the villain he's the game designer guy Little, okay, he's over the top, and a, a lot of some, I don't know, fifty percent of his shit didn't land with me personally, but yeah, didn't hurt the movie. It's still still really great. And there's also a really cool cameo. I heard there's a big MCU cameo in it. Yes, that too. I was thinking oh, okay. about that one. Yeah, that oh. was a nice little surprise. And, okay. Yeah. Then there's another celebrity cameo that. I, I don't know if you go to Ryan Reynolds' Twitter feed, you'll you probably know who it is, but that was, I'd say it's a surprise, but you see him at the very beginning, but he and then he goes away for a little bit, but he comes oh, back. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And his scene's really funny, too. Yeah, so. yeah, if you know who Ryan Reynolds is at all, and yeah, then there's one particular celebrity he has, quote-unquote, feuded with for several years that... I must have been in the bathroom. I didn't catch him. Oh, really? That's not I who you're talking about? That's not who I'm talking about, no. I heard that he makes makes a cameo in it. I don't. Uh, I have a guess on who he might be, but I didn't see him. He would would have been under a mask. I okay. was kind of thinking that sound sort of. I was sound, talking about Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I thought that's who you were talking about. Right. No. I, well, now I don't know unless it's his wife. No. Boy, I. I, I don't know. No, yeah. he doesn't play a celebrity or anything. Okay, I'll have to watch the movie then. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely planning on checking it out. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. Now, all right. Finally. What in the fuck is OnlyFans thinking? Oh, yes. Everybody's heard by now. OnlyFans, as of, I believe, October 1st, is banning pornography. In other words, sexually explicit material. Mm -hmm. And... So they're not allowing any new content after October 1st, and all old content will be removed from the site by December 1st is what they're saying. Yeah. I I mean, I know it's not necessarily their fault because they're getting pressured by the banks who are getting pressured by all these Christian groups, but still, you have a platform Mm -hmm. that went from roughly 20 million users in 2018 to over 200 million users in 2021 Mm -hmm. your profits have increased by over 500 percent thanks to the pandemic right uh in the last year and a half and now you're gonna be like no more fucking yeah um all i can say to that is i know whoever owns the website many vids 
is fucking jerking off. Well, right not now. only there's several of them. Well, Fansly, there. Believe me, those most of those ladies aren't going anywhere. There are other sites out there. In fact, Tyga, the rapper mm-hmm. who is one of OnlyFans' top. I don't know how or why I can't understand it, but he's one of their top earners mm-hmm. has deleted his account and already started the groundwork for his own site called my star. <laughs> and it's, he says it's going to be invite only. It's in other words, he's going to invite all the top earners right. and here's where he could win. He's only taking 10% of profits. Whereas OnlyFans has taken 20%. Right. And I was thinking that before I even read that article, if there was somebody out there in one of those other sites, if they wanted to go from being a, you know, thousandaire to a fucking billionaire quickly Mm -hmm. say, come to my site, I'll only take 15% or 10%, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you're still going to make money hand over fist because there's a, there's a lot of big name, like adult stars and even, semi-celebrities that are on there that do the stuff. But there's a lot more other, like, regular people that have OnlyFans accounts that that make their money that would be more than happy to not have to go back to being a waitress at Denny's, Mm -hmm. which I I don't know if you saw the memes or whatever, but that was... On the plus side of this whole OnlyFans thing, your favorite restaurants will have servers again. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Which, yeah... Uh, but yeah, look, it, it's porn mm-hmm. and it's not going anywhere. Nope. And people I have obviously shown that while we can go to YouPorn or Pornhub and see, you know, free porn, mostly pro- semi-professionally made, there is still a very, 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 very large market for people that want to watch real people making their own porn and somebody's going to going to find a way to host it and right. somebody's going to get very very rich off of it and maybe only fans doesn't give a shit cuz maybe they've made enough money now that when this ultimately fails and it will spectacularly uh maybe they've made enough money like fuck it I'll just get out and and be done with it but I right. just like that's literally how your kingdom was built yeah. and now you're saying no more right just kind of mind-boggling, that's all. No, I completely agree. All right. Do you have anything else? Nope. You don't want to talk about Ted Lasso? Oh, my God, yes. Theodore Lasso, yes. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Told you. Yeah, you were right. I did. I. They, they haven't really shown it yet, and maybe a lot of people didn't even notice. But I, I was noticed. worried you weren't going to notice. Oh, no, I noticed. Yeah. In fact, as soon as I saw the first text... My call was, it's him. Yeah. And then you get that just split second there towards the end where it's the reveal. Yeah. And I, I bet a lot of people misses it because oh, they didn't mention it again. But, yeah. And it's just, she sends the message. They cut to Ted. He looks at his phone, smiles, puts his phone in his pocket. Like, yeah. that was a perfect, subtle way to do it. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah, need to beat us over the coming, head with it. Just... I, I called this at the end of last season. Yeah. That it, it that's what the buildup is going to be. And it may not even happen this season, or that'll probably be the cliffhanger or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, leading into season three. But, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, good episode. Uh, very <laughs> very uh, communist. 
yeah. rom communist that is. They, I think they uh, pretty much paid tribute to just about every major rom com that's been out in the last twenty years. <laughs> Shut up! Yeah. You, you had, had me, me a coach. coach. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I, I called that one too when yeah. when he starts saying it. I knew that was the line he was going to say yeah. after he gave him the whole spiel. I'm just a boy standing in front of a footballer or whatever. And yeah. Yeah, I, as soon as he started talking, I said he's going to say you had me at coach, and yeah. he did. And yeah, that was great. Good episode, very uh, heartwarming, I should say. Right. So, all right. Well, I think we've rambled on long enough. Yeah. That's going to wrap it up for episode number seventy. We've got one more week of preseason football, and then it's go time. Um, we'll probably do a some kind of fantasy thing, throw something together. Sure. Uh, do with. our predictions as well. Yep. Yep. We're gonna have a prediction show as far as you know, picking division winners and playoff teams and shit like that, and we'll get that together here coming up. But we've got uh, let's see, September ninth mm-hmm. is the opener, so we still got a few weeks to kick around stuff and see what happens with the uh, next round of cuts, which should be coming soon, I believe. Well, they wait. Isn't it Tuesday? Isn't that usually the deadline? I think. They, I don't remember if there's another cut date before the the final preseason game or not. I think they so. might not be because of the whole um. expanded rosters and things like that. But either way, we'll stay on top of it and we'll talk about it next week. I'm D's. He's Dylan. Bye bye. See you next time. Oh,